I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, I had a lot of things I uh, needed to get done. A lot of stuff. Uh, I was really tired over the weekend. It's because I was putting in a lot of long hours late at night doing research for the show today. And um, I needed to go to a memorial service for a friend of mine who passed away. Sad. He was a good guy. His name was Chris Dorn. Amazing man. And um, I was doing some research all the way back to 2012. Something that uh, both Tracy Twyman and I worked on. It was something called the Necro Olympics. Uh, a little bit of input from my wife as well, Janine. We were working on this presentation. I was uh, making an appearance with uh, George Norrie, Louis Turi. In San Leandro, California, we were doing a, it was a, a gathering uh, of minds, uh, sort of a, a, a mini conference. And uh, the 2012 Olympics was something that I, I wanted to talk about because of all the symbolism. And this was something that uh, was on my mind. And uh, a number of people are talking about it today, saying that it predicted a bunch of things. And I'm thinking, well, we had a part in talking about that. Uh, back then um but i learned some things about what the olympics are and i know a lot of people i don't know if you're watching the olympics many people aren't watching they have really bad ratings right now but i wanted to point out what the olympics are and what these olympics are and why they're a parapolitical if not a paranormal subject there was a uh, a book that I got a lot of information from as I was doing my research back then. It was called The Philosophy of Olympism. It was by a Russian author. His name is uh, Lubedrag Simonovich. And he had written in his book, he said, the Olympics have always been a ritualistic demonstration of what is to be the ideal new world order. It's an example of how the elite gathered together to watch the finest athletes risk their lives and push themselves to the limit for unknown government officials who offer rewards as a symbol of the militaristic socialist order that they wish to propose. Now, every aspect of mysticism and occult symbolism is produced to mesmerize the observer and desensitize them to the idea of globalism. It's all pomp and circumstance for the new world order. It's always been that way. While around the world, there's tens of thousands of athletes that sacrifice their health and lives for the achievement of the Olympic medals, and so... They are trying to take themselves out of the ghetto of poverty. Most of the parents involved here, a lot of them are, are you know, they, they mortgage their houses. They do all kinds of things for their kids. And many families that aren't Western families that uh, provide these athletes, many of them die from hunger and diseases. And those who are at the IOC, the gentlemen at the IOC, they... They get together with the families. They stay in five-star hotels. And only one night at, at those hotels costs thousands of dollars. And they get 
legendary feasts and receptions while the athletes don't get anything. I remember learning a lot about the Olympics when Salt Lake City was going to host the Winter Olympics. I was uh, just leaving at the time that they were proposing, and I remember driving in my car and hearing the announcement that Salt Lake City, where I lived at the time, was going to have the Winter Olympics. And as I was studying the, the whole Olympic you know, thing, I, I realized that there's mil- there are millions of dollars that are expended on the representatives that gather to meet with leaders, whether it be local leaders or world elite leaders or whatever. And they always use the Olympic Games as a means to create or to at least advertise the idea of globalism, the idea of uh, globalism and their warriors. And it's just, you know, the best of the best, the, the super soldiers of the global order. Order. It's, it, it, it's not accidental that the founder of the Olympic Games, his name was uh, Baron Pierre de Coubertin, found his spiritual motherland of Germany the home to propose the modern Olympics. He believed that the Games should reflect the ideals fascist socialist ideals state run ideals where races compete for superiority and where mankind can see the thrill of the whole gladiator breads and circuses thing watch the gladiators combat for the masters and and what masters will be able to push their global control on May 13, 1931, the International Olympic Committee, headed by Count Henri uh, Balliet Latour of Belgium, awarded the 1936 Summer Games to Berlin. The choice signaled Germany's return to the world community after their defeat in World War I. Well, the government harnessed sport as part of its drive to strengthen the Aryan race, the Aryan ideal, and they wanted to exercise political control over its citizens and prepare German youth for war. Non-Aryans, Jewish or part Jewish and gypsy athletes were systematically excluded from German sports facilities and associations. They were allowed marginal training facilities and their opportunities to compete were, were limited. Now, the Olympics were a perfect arena for the Nazi propaganda machine, which was unsurpassed at staging elaborate public spectacles and rallies choreographed pageantry, record-breaking athletic feats, and warm German hospitality was something that made the 1936 Olympic Games memorable for the athletes and those who participated in it. However, behind the facade was a ruthless dictatorship that persecuted its enemies and rearmed for war to acquire this new living space for the Aryan master race. There were Concerted propaganda efforts, they continued well after the Olympics with the international release in 1938 of Olympia, which was Lenny Reifenstahl's controversial film documentary of the Games. And this film, uh, many people, Lenny Reifenstahl, of course, did Triumph of the Will, which was a a propaganda film to make Hitler look like a savior. But this film uh, of Olympia in 1938 enshrined the, the pageantry and mystical overtones and literally witchcraft, black magic of the games that this day has been a tool for propaganda and to propagate the new world order. That's the whole point of the Olympics, no matter where they are. And China, of course, being selected, it's because China is the force-multiplied version of this future new world order for those who wish to push the Great Reset. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back.
You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.